It's May 9, and this is Product Management Daily. This episode of the Product Management Daily is brought to you by Crema, a 100% U.S.-based product agency offering product strategy, design, development to startups and enterprises looking to scale their technology and innovation. Learn more at crema.us. Welcome back, everybody. It's a good show today, so we're just going to jump right in. First topic of conversation today is a recent episode of Seth Godin's podcast. Uh, his podcast is called Akimbo, and it's outstanding. It's kind of your same standard Seth Godin uh, wisdom, uh, but in your ears instead of at your eyes. And uh, you can go listen to the podcast all you want. Uh, it's at akimbo.link, A-K-I-M-B-O dot link. And today he's talking about networks, lock-in, and pathways. And you can listen to the whole thing yourself. But what I wanted to, to bring up today is the four questions he asks at the end around to help us uh, consider networks and lock-ins and pathways in our own product. Uh, number one, what are sunk costs? Number two, do you default to open or closed systems? Number three, what's the sea change that's going to eliminate lock-in? And four, are you willing to invest in creating a network effect? And so he uses all these questions to summarize these observations about um, language and adoption and how we break into new markets and how we in, how we disrupt old ones. And some really compelling comments in there. Uh, he uses the Wichita language as an example and word perfect versus word. And um, from a product manager's perspective, it, it's good to consider how we are building a product within the larger context. And so I highly recommend you checking that out. Our next topic of conversation is, of course, something fancy from Google I.O. Uh, it was a great, <clears throat> great conference yesterday. Uh, tons of great stuff coming out of there. Go to your favorite outlet for all you want to hear about it if you haven't already. The thing I want to mention today is the Maps updates. Some pretty impressive stuff, really impressive stuff coming out. Uh, number one, the AR, of course, the AR directions. That is going to be tremendously helpful, especially in urban cities where one, uh, buildings can tend to look alike if you're not from there. Uh, business travel, I would use this a ton. Uh, but also where there are restaurants, sometimes they're hard to find. Sometimes they're upstairs or um, the, the signage isn't that great. Super useful stuff there, um, especially without wearing uh, the, the virtual uh, reality goggles. That would be obnoxious, but using one's phone is going to be um, really helpful, I think. Uh, the second part about it is uh, the obvious intrusion into the Yelp and Foursquare and slash Swarm business. Um, the UI that uh, Google showed for the browsing restaurants is outstanding. It, it gets away from the, the Yelp and Foursquare list model. It gets a bit more uh, creative and user-centered in terms of how they are, uh, how, how users might search for restaurants. They're looking at all kinds of factors, not just comparing uh, one restaurant's image to another or the rating or the distance. They want to see exactly where this restaurant is on the map. And so they've, they've gone away from this list view into a card view, and it's much more consistent with how um, I've seen uh, folks use other applications. And then thirdly, the, the most impressive feature, and I, I love this because it, it could have only come from deep qualitative research and spending time with the actual customers. But the feature that they have promised, and without, without a time frame, uh, but 
feature that um, allows you to send a handful of restaurants to your friends and allow them to vote on it. And that's how you decide where you want to go. Who hasn't had this problem? And here it is, of course, Google. Um, understanding that and catching that insight and then uh, making a product out of it. It all looks really, really impressive. Uh, they say late this summer, but not a specific date. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how, how quickly we get to see this. And uh, oh, one more, uh, one more Google Maps feature that I overlooked in my notes is the For You tab. And this is going to be interesting to see how well they can actually match this with reality. So this, this functionality would, uh, would rate a restaurant's uh, suitability for you based on things that you apparently like or don't like. So the example, if they know that you love ramen and hate pizza, they're not going to recommend a pizza joint for you. But the complexity of getting that data is going to be really uh, hard to navigate, but um, they obviously have a ton of people, a ton of resources to help figure that out. So uh, hopefully they do, honestly, because it, it would be, um, it could be super helpful in, in determining which new restaurants uh, you uh, want to check out. Our third and final topic for today is a product called Sensama. Recently, they released their Mac OS uh, native app. They've had a web app for quite a while, and it looked great. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't follow it a whole lot because the calendar and productivity and task space is just borderline exhausting to keep track of anymore because there are so many good things, but they are not all that differentiated. But this, with the native app, um, in my mind, become, has, is just outstanding. It's a very clean app. It's a very clear app. Um, it's, it's simple in terms of not just how it, how it looks and how it feels, but it's functionality. It's the right kind of simple. So you can only do a limited set of, set of things, uh, but those are the right things for this job. Uh, so Sansana, it, it builds itself as Google, or I'm sorry, as Trello plus Google Calendar. And so it has, it merges your calendar and in the Sansana view, it looks very similar to Google Calendar, but with with something like a like a Kanban board from Trello, and it puts them side by side in different panes, uh, and even merges them in different ways. And so, it is really smart. It's really well laid out. Um, you can also uh, invite your teammates so that you can decide what what everybody's going to do on that particular day, in terms of tasks, and you can see those all laid out. And so. From a calendar perspective, um, it's not just time-based events. It's things that I'm going to decide to do today, things that we're going to decide to do today as a team. Uh, the pricing uh, the pricing model is, is a subscription model. So for teams, it's $8 per user per month, which isn't all that bad. That's where it starts. It goes up from there. For individuals, it's $5 uh, per month. And that's actually not that bad of a, a price point considering how, uh, how much we use our calendars and how... Um, how sucked into task management software we are. Also, the final point about it is that uh, it will send you notifications through Slack. If you want, we're in Slack. I'm in Slack all day, every day. And so that's super handy to have uh, one fewer notification. Uh, I've yet to turn them off in my phone, but uh, I can do that because there are uh, options for that. But also there are Asana uh, plugins or integration. And so at Crema, we do all of our, uh, almost all of our task management through Asana. And so being able to pull those in might pull me over the, the 100 task limit that's on the free plan, but we'll see. I'm not too, not too worried about that at this point. So all that said, definitely go check out Sensana, the uh, Sensama, sorry, Sensama, 
the link is in the show notes. So uh, please check that out. It'll be good. That is it for today. Appreciate you listening in. Please, please, please give us any feedback uh, here on Anchor. This is where we record this uh, at crema.us if you're so inclined. Um, give us a rating on iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, uh, Podcast, wherever you listen. Uh, we appreciate all the time you give us, and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks. And so these last two segments have a lot in common with Seth Godin's discussion of network effects and lock-in and pathways, where Google obviously has, has millions and millions and millions of users using several different applications in several different contexts in several different locations in all, in all of the places. They have tremendous diversity in their data, and they invest heavily in, in making sense of that and then making products out of that sense. And so this maps, uh, these maps innovations are just one more uh, way that they're doing that, and it, it turns out to be uh, a really positive effect for those of us, and obviously security concerns notwithstanding. But from a product perspective, they are understanding the users and the opportunities that lie before them. And for, for Sinsama, they too have uh, taken network effect of Google and other calendar uh, apps and other applications and taken those network effects and pulled them into their own product, both by integrating with other services that people have already invested in and making better use of those, but also inviting my friends, allowing me to invite my friends into this particular product. And so I, again, I highly recommend you checking those things out, especially Seth Godin, because he has some really good questions and ties a lot of things together.